Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Hi, Beck. Hey, how you going? Good. This is your second time. It's brave to come back. Yes, I know. (laughs) To kickstart today, we're going to play a little matchbox trivia called The Great Debate. No, we will not be debating personally because I value us both coming out of this one in one piece, but we'll be hearing your opinion on a range of crazy subject topics. Here we go. Everyone should be paid the same amount of money, whatever job they do. Nope. There's some pretty bad jobs out there. (laughs) I should probably get paid a bit more. Emails, tweets, and instant messaging should all be replaced with old-fashioned letters. Mm, I do love a bit of old-fashioned, but I don't know if I could give up social media completely. Every movie should be in 3D. Does make me a bit dizzy, so Mm. nah. The first movie I watched in 3D was Avatar and I was in the front row. Oh, really? It's the only ticket that was left because it was such a big deal. She spun me out. It was like full on. Yeah. Yeah. So you've already been on, so everyone can go back and listen to your testimony if they would like to on a previous episode Mm -hmm. about embracing our seasons. But today you're going to talk to us about something that's really cool, and that is? I'm going to chat today about a project that I run called Frames of Hope, a photography project that I run that documents the lives of women, children and families that have gone through some really challenging times in their life and they've overcome a lot of stuff and have amazing stories of hope to share. Through the project, I provide these families with a gift of a professional photo shoot and then go a step further and give them tangible products so they've got something they can look at for years to come. Why do you think projects like this are really important to start and embrace in society? I think it's an important project to run because for this one in particular, everybody faces trials in life and goes through some really hard seasons. It's just part of our journey. So being able to share people's stories after they've been through the loss of a child or a loved one or live through domestic violence cancer or other illnesses it's been really encouraging to be able to share these stories with other people and know that when people read them and see the photos and things they can relate and know that they're not alone when they're going through the same kind of thing how did the project come about like how did you start or create this concept well before I had children I worked in child protection and my role involved working with many families each day and running the contact sessions with the children in foster care and their biological families. And in a lot of these cases, the contact sessions weren't very regular, so it could be weeks, months or even years between visits with a child and their birth parents and their brothers and sisters. The children are often so excited about seeing their families. And after doing these kind of sessions for a year or two and only writing like reports and notes and they would just go on the children's files, it wasn't a really good way to document their childhood because they often would bounce around foster homes and there wasn't like any tangible memories or photos of these times with their families. Mm. So I started bringing my camera along to work and with permission from the families, I started taking some candid family photos and documenting the little things that I knew would mean a lot more to the families one day, especially the children when they were older. At the time, I made some small photo books for the kids to take home. So if they weren't seeing their parents for months at a time, they'd have something to look at. It was received really well and I loved doing it. And then eventually I went on to have my first daughter 
and leave the social work scene. Then I started working as a photographer and just came across a few of these families that had gone through some really tough times and I just kind of had that urge again to start it in my own photography business and that was the birth of the project that's now Frames of Hope. Where does God fit into all of this? Well, I was thinking about this today and wrote down a few thoughts. Everybody faces challenges and hardships at different points in their lives, but the best thing is that God says that he will never leave us or forsake us. We just have to continue to have faith in him throughout our struggles. And a few scriptures that I really love, Psalm 46, 1, which says, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in times of trouble. And Peter 5:10, which says, After you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore confirm strengthen and establish you it's just here that Peter's telling us that suffering is just a part of life but he's reminding us that our trials won't continue forever and that we do have a God who's full of grace and he will come to our rescue he'll restore and strengthen us when we trust in him Before you finish, Sage, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? I was listening to a sermon the other day when I was going for a walk. It was all about hope and it was really good, so I thought I would share a little bit about that. It was a sermon from Tim Keller, and he gave a really great illustration of the choice that we have when we face really hard challenges in life. He spoke about the scripture in 1 Thessalonians 4, which says, Grieve, but do not grieve as those without hope. And he's saying here that every time we face tragedies and hard times in our life, there's two different ways that we can approach them and the first is that we can try to avoid the situation and just get past it and push it down and as a result this can make us hardened bitter and weaker or the opposite thing that we can do is that we can grieve with hope he gave the illustration that hope is like the salt that we rub into our grief and mm. then if we grieve with hope we become far more wise and tender from our trials yeah so i think that god just wants us to lay down our troubles and sorrows at his feet and he will speak to our heart he won't ever desert us even in our darkest hour he's always our hope i love too that with frames of hope you're bringing that hope to people that may not know god's hope already it's really cool yeah absolutely it hasn't been just a project for specific families it's Mm -hmm. been all different people that i've met and approached or seen on instagram or facebook or wherever it might be that i can tell they're going through some really crazy times Beck, where can we go if we want to find out more about Frames of Hope? www.framesofhope.com.au There's opportunities on there to share your own story, which I would love to hear. So if anyone wants to submit their own story about things that they've been through, I share that on the website. And also, if you want to nominate a family, if you know somebody that's local to the Gold Coast or Brisbane that's going through a really crazy time and a gift of a photo shoot could be an amazing thing for them. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that so you can nominate someone on the site as well. Thanks for joining us today for a second time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode, everyone. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Oh, oh.